Hey. What's up? It's another day. It is. It's another week. It's the same day. It's the same day as it was, as this, it was morning. this morning. Yeah. Or this afternoon. Also true. Also true. And now we're heading into this evening, which will also be the same day as it is right now. Mm. Welcome to Making This My Podcast. <laughs> I am Mike. He is Jimmy. Yes. This is the podcast where we talk about things and stuff to and get stuff to the things. root of what everybody's bacon is. Indeed, indeed. And today we've got the uh, the band, for lack of a term. Yeah. Now, I will say as a disclaimer, we had a few um, Wi-Fi and audio issues because right. Ryan from the band was uh, on his way home from work in a car um, and uh, Arthur was at his job. Right. <laughs> so right. it was kind of back and forth. It Crazily, though, like when one had a problem, the other was yeah, clear. Yeah, it was and a they nice kept like, flip-flopping. So. Uh, so, so it's pretty consistent. Yeah, um, but you and, might... and you know how we roll. We're professionals. Yeah. So we Hashtag. just kind of like rolled with it. If you hear, so if you hear some directions in the background, there's definitely uh, there's, definitely there's some GPS ways is definitely or... happening in the background for some yeah, of it, okay. and uh, and there's a couple little spots where it's in and out. So we do apologize for that, but you know, you get what you get. And uh, and we had a great time hanging out with those guys, so there's no way we weren't going to let you hear the whole interview. So, um, absolutely, they were fun. They were super fun. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. We got to see them live a yeah. few uh, a few months back. Um, they have a new record out. We talk all about that, the process, all that stuff. But before we get into that, what we need to do is thank our patrons. Yeah. Thank you to our patrons over at uh, uh, patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. You know why they're on? Because of you. Because of you guys. Uh, and also, if you want to help keep these lights on, mm-hmm. you can go to bacon is my podcast.com. I'm sorry. Patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. That's right. And uh, you can see what it's all about. We have additional content. Uh, we have new songs up. Before they come out, yep. we have all of his catalog, all of my catalog, uh, and all of my bands, all of his bands. Ad-free episodes, Ad-free early free episodes, episodes, extra episodes of tasting, cooking with, all that kind of fun stuff. Exactly. So check that out. See if it's something that you want to be a part right. of. We appreciate it. Tears start like low, low prices. And yeah. it's not crazy. All it does, like you said, is it helps us keep this show free and keep this show going. So we do appreciate that. We also appreciate our friends at grillyourassoff.com and drinkwildbills.com. That's right. And don't forget poddex.com. Indeed. And if you use the promo code BACON, because why? Because <laughs> BACON makes everything better. Right. You could get 10% off your order. Pretty sweet. Any one of those three sites. You put bacon in, it saves you 10%, and it helps us out just a little bit. Absolutely. So it helps you and it helps us. Exactly. So and it helps some great for products that. out. Check it out. It's all good stuff. We right. don't uh, we don't promo anything that's not good. So yeah. We'll and be uh, honest with you, because we are not good at not being honest. Yeah, yeah. Pretty terrible. We pretty suck at it. Yeah. We pretty suck at it. Yeah. Agreed. So without further ado. <laughs> Our interview with, for lack of a term, now, now, okay, now, now, right now, here we go, now, now, nope, that was the, that was the cut off one. <laughs> now, that's getting cut out. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Now. Make it. 
Alright, Jim Z, you think grilling season is over? Mm, almost, right? Or no. No. Grilling season is never over because okay. of a new sponsor of ours. Ooh, what is it? Grillyourassoff.com. I love the name already. Yeah. Uh, it's a veteran-owned company that sells spices, barbecue sauces, cool swag, even like, even uh, cookbooks. Oh, you know what? I you sent me a link to that. I checked it out. That was awesome. They had some uh, some cool recipes right on their site. That was pretty awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it, that that's for free. But now that they're a sponsor, they've decided that if you use the promo code Bacon, you get ten percent off your order. Dude, that's awesome. I'm yeah. ready. I'm I'm definitely ordering some spices. They had a couple that looked really killer. Yeah, and and it's really there's so many different selections. That there's really a spice for everybody. Um, the, the guys that are like heat heads and even the people that just want something subtle, delicious, sweet, whatever it is. Uh, they've got something for everybody. Awesome. Did we order any? Did we have any coming? We've got some coming. Nice. And we're going to do some tasting episodes over on the Patreon. Awesome. So with stick a around. Bit of grill your ass off stuff. Stick around, everyone, because uh, once we get those in, we're going to taste them. We're going to go through them. And then we're going to let you know what we think and uh, maybe give you some, uh, some choices that we would kind of go for. So once again, head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use that promo code BACON and get 10% off. Sweet. Hey, everyone. This is Kaylee Wolf, a.k.a. Callie Wolf, a.k.a. Kylie Wolf of Rivals, and you're here with Bacon is My Podcast, consuming it, eating it, being in it, wiping it on your body, and all that. All right, that's the promo video. <laughs> nice. All right, all right, cool. So uh, we're going right into the right episode. Uh, awesome. Oh, also, so uh, the way I worked it out was this is going to come out around when your album comes out. Oh, perfect. In December. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So much. Arlene, Ar Arlene and I worked it out so this way, get it on the, uh, the... Synergy. Yes. Synergy. Synergy. I love that kombucha. Yes. I do too. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. There's that radio voice again. Yeah. Radio voice. Hey. Radio voice, Mike. How you doing? Uh, welcome... Two Bacon is my podcast. Today we've got Arthur, we've got Ryan, we've got the band for lack of a turn. What's term? Turn? Term. Are, What's going are, on, guys? You have a lack of a term right there. Yeah. Well, for lack of a term, everyone. Yes. What's going on, guys? How are you doing? <laughs> We're hanging. Thank you. Doing excellent. We got Ryan in uh, uh, route. In route from his uh, job doing some magic for the chillins. The we, got we got author also at work. Yes. Yes. Also at work. So thank you guys for taking time out of your busy day to, to sit and chill with us for a little bit. Uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate your time very much. Thank you. For you. Yeah. So what's, what's cool is, um, so, you know, besides bands that we already knew we're we're working with like publicity agents and stuff like that, people right. behind the curtain. And, um, so I've kind of been going, hey, if you've got 
bands that are doing the loop, like looking to promote what they're the what they're putting out. Like even if I haven't heard them, like send me their info. Like let's let's do this. So as it turns out, uh, their pub, uh, pub, yeah, How you doing, bud? Oh, you doing all right? <laughs> their publicist. You got uh, this, man. Was uh, was cool enough to be like, yeah, here we'll set this up. And then it turned out that you guys were playing local to us, and we actually got to see yeah, you guys come play check out show. before we even uh, did this interview, which was really cool. Seriously, we really appreciated it, you know, especially like being playing, obviously, you know, away from home. It's always iffy, you know, as an up and coming artist, of course, to like, oh, you know, who's going to who's going to come by? Are we going to have like great crowd? We're always like we always have a good time, though, but we definitely appreciated that. And thank Arlene and WTF a billion times over because they have also been like superheroes and taking a workload off of our asses for sure. Yeah, we uh, we we're lucky enough to have uh, also joined the fam as well. So we're not supposed to talk about that. It's in the it's in the little thing. But yeah, uh, <laughs> they're they're really good, and they hooked us up with these guys. And uh, yeah, it was it was an awesome show. And what I can tell you is this: uh, always check out your opening bands. Always check out your local bands. Always check out the you know, even if you're going to a show. For your friend, check out the other bands too, um, and especially nowadays. Even if you don't know them, just go to Spotify, go to Apple Music, go to YouTube. There's there's something there. There there's always something there, and just see if you just take a taste and then go support them at, at the freaking shows because that's how that's how we keep going. Yeah, and you yeah, might get to see an awesome band like you guys. Who one of the things that stood out to me while you guys were on stage was just how real you guys are. You guys were having a good time with each other, and that translates to a crowd, and that immediately makes the show more fun and more yeah. enjoyable. So that was super cool, and you guys put on a great show that night. Yeah, really lots good. of energy. It was really cool. Thank you so much. I, yeah, I feel like for when we go, when we perform, when we do any of that, I feel like that's honestly my favorite part of any show whether i'm attending again or performing um i like to if i see the, if I see the band having fun it makes them if i see them fun with each other it makes me like it kind of lets i like to think it lets me you know like this is not just a job for them this is like what they do they're people too they're boys like they're not going up working with people they hate like and i think that or i guess you guys are just kind of like I guess inadvertently proven that or um, told me so, you know, just like the band, when you can, when you see that it connects out and it makes the show an overall better experience. So thank you so much. It absolutely does. It's, it's one thing that we even learned from our bands playing shows together and stuff. When you're, when you've got a bunch of people in a room that like each other, the whole, the whole room is lifted. The whole night is better. Yeah. Everything's more fun, you know? And um, when it's, when it's just the band, that's the best in the world because people kind of check it out. When it's the lineup on the on the gig, when other bands like each other and stuff, it just it makes it a more fun experience and it makes it a more real experience. And there's nothing worse than seeing a band that you were excited to see and then they they look like they're don't want to be there. Yeah, you know, and yeah, you know, oh, yeah, definitely. Some shows are lame. Some shows, some shows are tough. They're tough to get into. Sometimes there's not enough people there. There was a situation with. 
uh, money or there was any, all these things can happen. But if you go up on stage and you just have fun and do it for why you started doing it to begin with, you know, like, yeah, that's, I think that's the, that's the secret. That's the, like, the, the, uh, the almost like the catch 22, if you will. It's like a lot of, I feel like a lot of artists are usually like, I want to make it like, I want to, you know, that's the, that's the dream. That's the end goal, you know. Right. But at the same, like I feel like sometimes people get so wrapped up in that specifically that mm-hmm. they don't realize that Stay in the, right the three lanes. so like the fun, the part you enjoy is what they're going through right now. You know, it's it's it, 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 it the it's entirely, right and then it's like you don't realize they were the good days until after they're over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you're you get to be in front of somebody that you don't know and you get to give them something that you created out of nothing and they like it and they want to be a part of it, that's like the greatest thing in the world. And being in that moment and catching it, you know, is is super important for bands to do. Uh, Try and tell people all the time to like, slow down, like dig where you are because where you are is pretty sweet. Yeah, absolutely. What's that? Oh, I just said oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh. I said stop and take in the sights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent for sure, for sure. So, uh, you guys have an album coming out. We do. Your, uh, welcome to your new normal. Yes. Tell us a little, little bit about is that. It, is it out yet? Uh, when is uh, it? De- December, I believe. December what? December. <laughs> yeah. So album. maybe it may not be out. <laughs> It may or may not be out at the time but that you're listening to this. You could still you could still hear. I'm sorry, did my back hurt your knife? Yes, yes. that's out now. Great title, by the way. Right. Thank you. Uh, did not realize that that was a like like it had some like friends connection. Like that was a thing that Ross and Rachel like one of them said to each other. And I then I looked at it. I didn't know that till now. Yeah, that's like a friends quote. It's from the show Friends. Yeah, oh, that was okay. news to me. Entirely um, our drummer, and I didn't know until I. I actually read someone's write-up on the song, and they were like, the words spoken by Rachel in Friends. And I was like, Exactly, and then I was like, I beg your pardon? What? <laughs> what? I was not quoting Jennifer Aniston. Who's this Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> she don't know. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, December, December is, is right. That is when we're, uh, when we're dropping it all. Um, we did this album with our friend John Leclerio of Not A Recording um, up in Montgomery. He is... The um, honestly, I want to say my my favorite person that we've recorded with. Um, he's just a super good, da- uh, super good dude. He did uh, like Imagine Dragons, right. my first album, Bayside, Senses Fail. So like bands that I also like grew up listening to. It was kind of it was really um, it was kind of surreal for me, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, yeah. It was just just because of like the, the the work he had done, and I was like, this is really cool because. He's doing our stuff, and they're all there's songs that we've kind of like. Obviously, we've been writing for a while, but I feel like it kind of up where our last EP left off in terms of sounds. It's like I feel like it, it, this was very much or taking a step in the direction where we want to be. Um, Ryan's like always writing uh, with lyrics, and he's always got like a, a solid like melody. Or, riff or even like a line that he wants to like a piano line or something um 
they all kind of just fall into place. But it's, it was definitely something that I, the writing process at least, um, was definitely something that I appreciated and definitely uh, hold near and dear for what it was just because it was super, it, it, it was honestly like a dream. It was just a pleasure to Aww. I love, Aww. love you, bud. <laughs> um, that's Brian, awesome. Like, what's what's your guys' writing process like? Is it um, is it more of a band process, or is somebody usually coming in with more of an idea, uh, and then everybody kind of jumps on there and kind of builds it together, or are people coming in with full songs? What's what's kind of how how do you guys do it? Uh, we like I, I I a while ago tried to stop like coming in with songs completely written because uh, I would have it hear it one way in my head, kind of, and then I'd come in and and Chris our drummer would be like, oh, no, you know what? I think this groove would be better, and I'd be like, I didn't even think of that. That's incredible. Oh my god. Right. So uh, I I I just come in with a like a nugget, and that's kind of I think what we all do is we come in with a nugget of an idea because we know it's not complete until everybody sort of adds their adds their flavor to it so it's been uh but yeah it's usually somebody somebody will come in with an idea i'll be hey i have this idea for a riff and then we kind of we all expand on it that's that's when we all kind of expand on it but usually every song starts off with an idea that somebody had on their own um uh, and then other times, some some songs come from like just jamming, like like you know, and those are always very exciting when you yeah. s- sort of just discover a song spontaneously together like that. But more often than not, somebody's coming in with an idea. Nice. Uh, now, when it comes to like lyrics and stuff, are you are you a band where like Ryan, are you since you're the singer, are you the one that's predominantly writing lyrics, or do you guys share in that process, or what's what's kind of going on there? So I'll, I'll come in with, with, with lyrics, and then uh, Chris will, will uh, rip them to shreds, and then we'll sort of piece it back <laughs> together, uh, me, me and Chris. Will, will, so what will happen is I'll write them, I'll show them to him, and he'll be like, I hate this, but I like some of this. Um, and then <laughs> we sort of together from there, we'll come up with something that we're, we're all happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, so I usually get started on, on the process, but it, it's sort of almost like a board approval process. They have to go through the board and, uh, they have to be approved by the board, the board being the other members of the band. Um, yeah. What's going on guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. And before we get into this week, if one episode just isn't enough for you and you need a little bit more Bacon Is My Podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bacon Is My Podcast. Over there, you will get access to monthly live streams, discounts on merch, early and commercial free access to Bacon Is My Podcast episodes. Some of them are even extended surprise giveaways. Additional shows, including Tasting Is My Passion, and of course, Cooking With, Bacon Is My Passion, and oh yeah, you get a crap ton of music. That's right, all of Jimmy and Mike's bands, previous, current, whatever it is, you'll get access to that music, demos, and much, much more. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bacon Is My Podcast and learn what the hoopla is all about. Hi, I'm AJ from Werewolves, and you've been consuming Bacon is my podcast. 
that's cool. That's a like we like I said, we're we're both in bands and stuff, and I've always I've always been the primary lyric writer for my band. I always came in and I was like, well, I I wrote this, I have the lyrics, I do that, and I've definitely come in with that idea of like, here's how I hear it in my head, and then when the band starts it, I'm like, oh, it's so much better than what I hear in my head. Uh, but lyric-wise, I've always kind of been on my own with that. Exactly. And then uh, I sat down with him once to like just write some stuff, and we came up with music, and he was like, all right, you want to get some lyrics down? And I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> and I was like, I have to like go through something and hate myself and <laughs> figure out how to make this work. And uh, and he was like, no, you don't. You just have to like, here's what I wrote. Here, put down the next line. And I was like, I don't know how to do this. And like, I had to learn how to do that with someone. So that's cool that you guys have that in your band already. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it is, yeah. a lot of it is obviously, you know, like trial and error. Like most band things are trial and error. But like, um, I feel like touching back on what Ryan said before, like, like we've all and we're all guilty of it. We'll come in with like a set idea, and the mm -hmm. second very we can like we're like, oh god, <laughs> and so we've just like like this is what I like. Throw in your flair, and so with writing, definitely that's like lyrics specifically that comes in because I feel like I I don't get me wrong. I appreciate like I appreciate all types of like all types of music and all types of um, all types of like lyrics and inspiration. Like I, I can't honestly attest to the difficulty of writing lyrics because I've never had that put on me specifically, you know, mm -hmm. but I've noticed like a lot of, like I tell Ryan and sometimes when Chris is like, I really hate this word. Like, why did he have to say must? And I'm like, I mean, it's just, you know, it's one word and I get it. Like right. it, certain things you're like, I need this change, but I'm like, we live in an age where like mumble rap is a thing, and there are bands <laughs> where it's like, like there there are songs and there are words, and I mean songs and bands where it's like I can't make out half of what they're saying. I know, like for you, it's like a mental thing where you're like, I hate it. I say this instead, or like even with like the album title, I feel like we were like the new normal, your new normal. We were going back for a hot minute. We were like, right. Uh, and I I was sitting there, I was like, honestly, like. 21 Pilots named an album Blurry Face. I couldn't tell you what that means. Like, right. it, it, we're, 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 like, we're obsessing over the wrong part, you know? So, um, I don't know. I, I definitely, I I always tell Ryan, I'm like, dude, I, I know with, with this writing process, he said, like, he was like, lyrically, I took a lot of inspiration beyond me. It, because I've only had so many experiences. Mm -hmm. And he, he, I know he was, like, mentioning at one point, he was like, I feel like I, I write about my, like relationship issues a lot. So a lot of, um, a lot of the stuff before we were for lack of a term was like lyric heavy with she or her or that girl or right. And like I, I feel like I'm a broken record. It's very repetitive. And I was like, dude, I mean, you can only write so much. Of, it's a you, you have to write from for you from the heart. Like you can't just make. I mean, I'm sure you could, but that's not what you want to do. You know. So, um, yeah, I feel like as far as the writing process though he he predominantly does it yeah it does go through us but he is a big force behind that because in his defense when he's like this is what i have and then chris is like i hate this like me chris and connor we do not have anything to put in its place we're just like hey we hate this and he's like i'll try to <laughs> like 
And so that's right. what it is. Yeah, for sure. So going into to the studio, um, working with a producer, how many of those songs stayed exactly the same? Like, did you go in and just record the record? Or was there some input and some changes and stuff like that? Because sometimes it gets to be like a tedious, like a, yeah. a crazy tedious process. And I'm not. I'm actually like I. I love that you asked that because that gets me. It gives me a little little chance to go in on my buddy John because again, love the dude. Um, he was my favorite to record with for that reason. He produced it, um, and none of those, not a single one of those songs sounded that way. Sound the way they do going in. Like they were all tweaked to some extent. They were not. None of them were like. Whether like there were melodies where he was like, uh, he's got his ears phenomenal. So he's like, that note doesn't sound right. To a point where like, it's not like I'm just like, it's like a solo or something. It's like, I'm doing, I'm just like backing up a chord progression or something for a part. And I'm just like single notes. And he's like, that fill, this, this note right here, not it. Hit another one. Or that melody. What if you, instead of going high, 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 you went like, hey, let me go high, high, low, high. Or like, the like, to a T, so it was writing these songs, definitely like those little adjustments here and there altered everything overall to like the final products we have now. And I appreciate him tenfold just because I, as a musician going in to record a lot of the time, my my stress is like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna fuck up. I don't wanna look bad. Like, right, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I'm not comfortable. And John like really quick, like just bangs that wall down because he's like, straight up just the most humble and genuine dude. He's like, we're sitting there like making boob jokes and he's like giggling with us. And I'm like, this is great. Like, I'm so comfortable around you. Like, um, <laughs> so yeah, no, it was all the, all of those songs. Um, he definitely was like, he was like, yeah, what? I, okay. I like that. He like listens to the playthrough and he's like, what if, uh, what if we go back and we, we, we fix this or even like getting takes out of us? Like, he's like, it's not just, I can use that. It's always like, you can get a better one. I know you can get a better one. I know you can mm -hmm. get it. And so yeah. everything is just like crisp and at its peak. And it was just a phenomenal process. That's awesome. That's definitely like, I found the same, it's the same thing working with a producer for the first time when we did. It was like, he came in and tore some of our songs and not, not necessarily tore them apart, but was definitely like, okay, let's, let's examine why you're doing these things here here's what I'm hearing. And it's an outside ear. And when you're in a band and you're hearing the same thing and you're writing the same thing, you miss certain things because you're yeah. caught up in what's next, what's coming, you know, how are we doing this? Yeah. You know, and having that other person come in, especially if they know you, they vibe with you, they vibe with your music and they have a sense of where you're going and what the vision is, then they just add to it. You know, right. like we had the yeah. same thing where it was like the music that came out of the studio was so much better than the songs when they went into the studio, whether they were changed a lot or whether they were changed a little, there was enough there to where just that, like you said, just that thing every once in a while, just that idea of like, hey, go up instead of down here or or even change a word. You say she a lot, why don't you change that to you or they or we? And suddenly it becomes more universal. And it's like, why didn't I think of that? You know, like my favorite thing is when someone listens to something and has helped me out and they offer me a suggestion. And the first thing that pops into my head is like, what a fucking, why didn't I think of that? What a great right. idea. Well, it's fun too. Cause they, they almost turn into like 
another member of the band. Mm -hmm. They turn yeah. into a quasi member of the band, and and I love when when somebody will immerse themselves as opposed to just uh, like a song factory or a recording fat guy. Yeah, like where they, they go. Okay, you can come in, and uh, you got two days to record twenty right. tracks, and uh, that's that's that. And yeah, what, exactly. what we do is what we do, and it's like. All right. Well, it sounds great, but one of my like favorite things about working with him, not to cut you off, I apologize. Um, no, 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 it's all good. Like John, I remember it was like our last day, and I can't remember what we did, but we basically like pulled like a full one eighty on one song. We were like, no, we have to redo it because this would sound so much better. Like, like on the spot had like an interlude, like an intro idea, and maybe like an interlude or something. And these are like eight hour days. It was our last day there because we stayed in his studio. Um, that's one of the things he like offers when you go record with him because it's like a living space and a studio. Oh, cool. um, and so it was like, he usually does eight hour days and we were like down to like the last hour. We were literally just fucking around on a guitar and we we're like, wait a minute. Like we were just, you know how like obviously as musicians, you like, you'll sit there and you'll just play through something and then you'll just like strum it differently or like you'll mm -hmm. click a setting and something like clicks and you're like, whoa. like. That's exactly what it was. We were like, oh, my God, that's genius. Why did we not think of that? And we, like, raced in there. And it ended up taking, like, two, three hours. And that one day, like, he, you would think, like, or I thought, at least, in my, in, based off prior knowledge with recording, that he would be like, all right, like, I'm real sorry, but there's only an hour left. John was like, that's great. Yeah, hop in there. Do it, do it. And so we're like, yeah, go, go, go. And so... We like went went in there and it ended up taking like three hours and he went three hours over. He wasn't like, okay, we'll just pay me an extra thirty bucks. He was like, he was like, you're all good. We got it. Like, I'm gonna get these done. I'm gonna get them sent to you. Like, get home safe, please. Like, let me know how everything goes. Shoot me a text, you know. And it's just that that that's awesome. Yeah, that long way in my book, you know, just because yeah. it's like, I know, I know you give a shit. Like, you're not just right. like, I can mm -hmm. make a record or I can. Yeah, get, you're like, here to make a great record too. You know, exactly. Like, like we, and I, I, I just can't. I, I praise that man. He's like a, he's just a wonder to work with. That's awesome. That's great. Well, and the song sounds great, right? You know, Thank so I mean, like, it shows. It shows that there's that that there's definitely, you know, and there's definitely um, a sonic um, jump in in your guys' music, and um, and like it sounds. I don't know. It sounds like, it sounds like he gets it, you know, yeah. it's like, and it's, it's a, definitely a progression, which is awesome. More you know? polished. Like, and, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's what it should be. Every record should be better than the last record. And at least, that's you know, and, yeah, I, I hate yeah. listening to someone's discography and I'm like, these are really good. And then the next, the, the other, like the most recent one sounds like he recorded it on his phone in a garage next right. to a band, <laughs> but it irks the shit out of me. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was definitely it was phenomenal. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you you started by playing guitar. You're you're the bassist of the band. Uh, yes. For those who don't know, mm -hmm. you started playing a guitar. How did you get stuck playing bass? <laughs> uh, honestly, it was realistic because um, before, for like for for lack of a term, abbreviated is float, which mm -hmm. is what we formerly went by. Um, and that was like a different lineup, like different EPs, the whole nine. Um, some of our stuff is probably still on Spotify if you look it up. Um, but they, they were like, 
they're, and we're still good friends with the dude, like love him to death, but they were just having issues with their old bassist. And they were like, and at the time I was actually playing bass in a metalcore band because we lost our bassist. And they were like, all right, there, our front man was like, I'll fill in on, I'll just play, I'll just play the rhythm. Like you just hop on bass for like these next few shows, whatever. And so Chris had come to that show and like, Ryan, I don't think me, me and Ryan weren't friends yet. I don't think because when I first met Ryan, full disclosure, I hated him and he knows that. Um, like, honestly, I couldn't stand you when we first met. Now, uh, you're my boy. Like, um, <laughs> he like, I was that's like, how we started too. He yeah, me. I was uh, I was playing bass at some show, and Chris was like, "Yeah, we might uh, we might have to get rid of our bassist." And I was like, "Damn, sucks to suck. What are you gonna do?" And he's like, "Would you wanna fill in?" And I was like, "Absolutely not." But I ended up obviously doing it. You know, like I was. Just obviously you know being a dick but i ended up right. doing it and that time because that was actually the second time i had tried to join this pro project but i originally tried to join as a guitarist when they had like three people who could play guitar already so it was kind of like an abundance right. of guitarists for no reason so mm -hmm. um and i was full disclosure probably the worst out of all of them because like ryan's writing was already like way ahead of mine and i was very much metalcore like that was in my veins through and through. I knew how to write heavy. I knew how to play heavy. I knew how to play fast. And that's what I wanted to do. Um, but the second time around, I definitely like, they asked me to fill in on, on bass. And by that point, like a couple of years had gone by um, and we were all working the same job actually. And they came up to me at like our POS and they were like, hey, um, so full disclosure, we just like having you around. Do you want to just join? And we were, and I was like, okay. And it's yeah. just been like, been nice. running. I actually ended up leaving the metalcore band, like conveniently. I think I left that the band I was in, and then like in an hour they walked in and they were like, they didn't even know yet, and they were like, I know you're in a band. I was like, I actually just left. They're like, oh, would you want to join another one? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I, it was just kind of like a, it's just I guess it just really chalk. I really chalk it up to it's way easier to find a guitarist than it is a bassist. So everyone's like, you play bass, come play. Let's uh, let's hang. So. Um, now, when you when you write and everything, do you do you write with guitar in mind as well, or do you kind of stick just to like bass stuff with this band? You know, every time I write, um, it is like a lot of my bass lines were things I was fiddling with on my acoustic guitar at home. So it's like mm -hmm. when Ryan's like becoming with nuggets of ideas. Like there's a there's a there's a song on the album where it was literally just me like fiddling with a with like a fiddling on my acoustic guitar, just kind of like power chords, you know, just little, like a little riff, a little chord progression, whatever. Um, and it, it ended up being, it ended up being one of the songs. So that's how I've done all of my, all of my writing. I actually don't play them on a bass just because I like, with guitar, I feel like I have a little more range and my ears a little more depth to that. So then I can kind of fine tune it. It's like, I make I write the guitar riff and then I pass it to Ryan and it's like because I know exactly what it is I can build a bass riff around that. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but Ryan also also does help a, a, a fuck ton with bass riffs because just because I've always been like coming from the music I listen to like a lot of a lot of the bass in that genre is very simple very straightforward just kind of follows the guitar and Ryan Ryan is like a, he loves the Red Hot Chili Peppers who's got flea right. right so. They're doing, he's doing fills, he's slapping, he's plucking, like, the whole nine. And Ryan's like, yo, what if you did this in between that, like, pause right there? Like, just, don't, I don't want you to just follow the guitar. I feel like that's boring, you know? You can do more. I've seen you do more. You should 
And so he definitely brings that out of me. And he's like, right there, like to a or something. And he's like, right. that you kill that. And so uh, it's it, it's definitely more of it's written on guitar, but it's a lot of the fills and stuff in the final product is a, a joint process with like specifically Ryan and myself. That's cool. Kind of yeah. like, a, okay, so I wrote this on guitar and now let's make it bass. You know, kind of like, here's yeah. my progression. Now let's make it bass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very cool. So right now, uh, for all the listeners, you've, you've only been hearing Arthur because Ryan was in the subway. Yes. <laughs> you might have heard it. So <laughs> right now, we have to pay some bills uh, with our sponsor, Poddex. So Arthur, you're going to be subject to another question. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically what Poddex is is – um, it's an icebreaker. It's mm-hmm. almost like Cards Against Humanity. Uh, at one time, it was a little cleaner until recently when they they just put out their more risque. Oh, there's Ryan. There's there Ryan. Is. Just in time. Hi. My phone died. Uh, What's up, I'm bud? It. All right. That's all right. You are severely underdressed now, sir. What happened? You... <laughs> I can only be dapper for so long, man. Oh, you know what? I get it. I get it. That's the first costume change. Too big, you know? (laughs) You beat us to costume changes. You have done the very first costume change in Bacon's My Podcast history. And that is my bacon. Quick wardrobe change. That is fantastic. You could very possibly be up for a Bimpy Award. You could win an award, possibly. Oh, shit. Oh, man. We got stuff coming up. Who do I thank? Oh, man. (laughs) Well, don't go right in that thing yet. You haven't been nominated yet. Yeah, I mean, come uh, on. Okay. Oh, you know what? A head in a jar helps with the nomination. Yes, also. I agree. Oh, That's I agree. Great. Um, so, yeah, what we were just telling Arthur is uh, we're going to pay some bills. We are sponsored by Poddex. Uh, they are decks with different questions. Uh, they break ice. They help with podcasters that don't talk tons like we do. Right. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of helps you get started. Awesome. Yeah, so... Uh, here's the decks we have. Uh, we have our interview deck, interview deck two. We have our um, what the heck, what the heck deck. We have our brand new decks. We have uh, our how dare you deck. We have our what the fuck deck, and then we have our would you rather deck. So, so gentlemen, if you guys you... get to pick from uh, from which deck you would like uh, a question, and then we will. Uh, We'll get you said question. Yes. All right. Well, now Arthur's gone. So I am going <laughs> to, uh, I will take, uh, I like the would you rather. I like that one. Would you rather? That's a, that's a, a fan favorite. That's a good one. So Mike is going to shuffle because I cannot. And uh, while he's doing that, I will let you know that if you go to poddex.com, you can check out not only all the decks of cards, um, they're not expensive, they're very cool. The company's very cool. And uh, they have T-shirts, they have swag, they have stickers, all kinds of fun stuff for new podcasters or anybody that just wants to, like, kind of grab something and have fun questions and fun icebreakers and stuff like that. Right now, if you go there and you use the promo code BACON, you can get 10% off your entire order. So uh, definitely definitely do that and check it out. So So what we're going to do here, uh, Arthur, uh, Ryan uh, chose the Would You Rather deck. You're going to be able to. Pick you, your own deck. You get you will pick your own deck, but right and now your own going, question. Yep. So Ryan, 
my finger is going from right to left, your left to right. You tell me when to stop and you got a question, sir. Hey, you stop right now. <laughs> I stopped right now. All right. Weird question. Would you rather, Ryan, have your jaws wired shut for a month drinking only out of a straw or have to wear an eye patch for an entire year? I'd, I'd probably do the eye patch for the year. Uh, Pirates are awesome. Having your jaw yeah. wired, that sounds horrible. Um, yeah. Kanye did it. Imagine how bad your breath is going to be. Like when you unwire that mother, that bad boy. Oof. Yeah. Ooh, some stank breath, man. Mouthwash. I do the eye patch because I think the eye patch will make me look cool uh, and distinguished. You can make an eye patch, though. You cannot oh, yeah. make a wired jaw. Right. Yeah. Right. And then you okay. you're like, hey, what's up, bro? Uh, you just yeah, everybody weird. thinks you're being aggressive. You're being like really angry. <laughs> I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with eye patch. All right, all right. Uh, Arthur, uh, we have the interview deck, interview deck two. We have what the heck? Would you rather? How dare you? Or what the fuck? What the fuck? Okay, what the fuck it is. It is the first time we're actually asking a question. On air because uh, yeah we tried with my children and I read the first question and I said we're not going to do this. <laughs> yeah, we were going to have his kids ask us questions on our uh, Patreon from the What the Fuck deck, and uh, he put a stop to that real quick. I didn't have a problem with it, but I don't have kids. So. Yeah, well, you know, when it when it when the question is where's the weirdest place you've had sex, don't want your eight and five year old. I would hope there's no answer to that question. <laughs> well, no, no, they were gonna they ask, were gonna it ask to us. him. Yeah, they were gonna ask oh, oh. us. Yeah, so, so they were gonna ask I did their not father. Let them. Yeah, that that was not gonna fly. So Arthur, you All gotta. Right. So now I'm gonna go from my left to right, your right to left. You tell me when to stop. Stop it. He said, "Stop right. it!" Like like you were gambling, right? <laughs> right there. No whammies. Big bucks, no whammies. This isn't even what the. That's not really that. What the fuck? All right. Why did? I this is very PG. That. What the fuck? Uh, do you have a favorite coffee mug? If so, what's on it, and what makes it your favorite? Um, I have a favorite coffee mug. It says Queen, and um, it's my mom's, and it just makes me feel really good and sad. Nice. Well, all hail. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll be right back. All right, so you know we just played the fair, right? Mm-hmm. I saw our new sponsor next to us at the fair. Right. Right? Any of you that have ever been to festivals, you know one of the coolest spots to go to is that spot that's selling you sodas where the copper mugs. Oh, they're the best. Wild Bills, dude. Yes. And you don't just have to go to a, a fair to get their stuff anymore. You can go right. to drinkwildbills.com. And they'll send it right to your house. They sent that ginormous box to us. Huge box. Yeah. Of stuff. And it made me realize that Wild Bills isn't just soda. Yeah. I thought it was at first. But, man, the like jerky and uh, nuts, nuts and coffee. And, oh, man. Snack foods, coffee, yeah. everything. And if you go there now, drinkwildbills.com, 
use the promo code BACON, of course, and you get 10% off. Ugh, dude. Check it out. Uh, stick with us because we're going to be letting you know how that coffee tastes. We're going to be doing some tasting episodes on literally everything in the box. Yes. So stick with us. But, uh, dude, you've had it. You've been at fairs. I bought it. I bought that mug. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. And now, again, we're heading into the winter months. It's going to get a little colder. No more fairs. Just have it delivered right to your door. Wild Drink Wild Bill. Drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Once. Check it out. Promo code BACON. All right, I've been preparing my whole life for this. Hey, it's Lainey Fenny, and you are consuming Bacon is my podcast. Um, so you brought up uh, Shang-Chi during the seven questions. Yeah. What's your feelings on Shang-Chi? Or Shang-Chi. Should we say it Shang-Chi? Because yeah. they corrected it in the movie. It is phenomenal. Um, I honestly will say that uh, it is... Compared to Black Widow, my favorite Marvel movie this year. Mm -hmm. um, the only two Marvel movies this year. What's up? Because we're the only two. Yeah, but we're getting more, okay? I'm, just, I'm saying that it's my fave now. Jeez. But they haven't come out yet yet, so that doesn't make any sense. That is, they can't do any better. It was the best. That's what now I'm you mean. Now, you mean MCU, right? Because Venom yeah. came out as well. So. MCU. Well, I don't know. Did you see? The, you know what? Um, Let's talk about Venom. No spoilers. Okay. Listen, but yes, <laughs> yes. It's I mean, I get, yeah. Okay. It's yeah. No. Don't don't go any further. Right. No, I, I saw it. I saw it. Okay. Gonna be oh, you did see it. Okay. 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 I didn't know if he saw Venom yet, so I didn't want. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's gonna be my favorite until No Way Home comes out. Agreed. Ooh, I I'm hope. So excited. Yo, can you can you imagine if No Way Home flops? No, oh, I can't they, imagine. No, you know what's you I know can't what's imagine crazy. That. What's crazy is uh, here we are, and and uh, you know, so this is coming out in December. Right. This is being recorded mid October. Right. So we haven't seen like anything about the movie yet. We we saw like two minutes. Yeah. Of like nothing. And a carefully crafted trailer. Right. And and they're basically like you're not really going to get much else right. out of this. Uh, so. By the time this drops, hopefully we get another trailer, but I don't know what they're going to put out there. I told, I was telling Arthur before they dropped the trailer, a, a part of me was very eager to see footage from this movie. I was like, I'm, my, my anticipation for this movie is, is like Endgame was here and Spider-Man No Way Home is here. It's right. It's And I almost, on the back of my mind, I was like, I kind of hope we don't get a trailer. I kind of hope we just go into the movie with no context no knowledge, um, no no idea, and just enjoy. Everybody's enjoying it with, with the same uh, sense of of, of um, lack of knowledge, I guess. Right. I, I I'm with that. Me I'm, too. I'm totally I, with that. Yeah. I, I, I the trailer I'm we got, gonna, I think, I think was there to be confusing, though. To be honest, I really think it was. Right. I'm very much opposite side of this of that coin, where it's like I. You, you spoil the whole movie. You know exactly what's going on. And it right. will not be in any way, shape, or form. I just know going in thing that is like I I personally like was I was infuriated at the fact that we got a trailer. I was like, what you can't even give us like like 
Age of Ultron. I remember when Age of Ultron out, they gave us a TV title card. I was like, can't even give me that. Right. Like, just give us the name at least. Like, they would give me nothing. And I was like, I also think a little bit of that had to do with COVID and the restrictions. And they're like, well, you know, we're not going to put it out if it's not going to come out. So yeah. why are we going to put all this promo into it? But then because of that, the movie has so much buzz and so much, you know, what's going to happen? What's, you know, is it going to be a multiverse kind of thing? Right. Who's is it this? Up? Who's, who's showing up? Uh, you know, like. I think the first, the first trailer, we got Pumpkin Bomb. Right. We got Alfred Molina. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a, a peek at a Sandman. And Electro. Uh, and yep. and we we and it was confirmed that Electro is going to be in it. So I think I think it's safe to say we know where this is headed. Right. I think Electro was the first person that was confirmed, and that yeah. was what had people like Jamie Foxx is coming back to play the same character. Yeah, what? multiverse. What is go. happening? Yeah. Well, I see that didn't really like tip me off right away. It wasn't until the Alfred Molina thing came came up, and I was like, No, I I completely agree because I remember talking to Ryan about it, and Ryan was like, I swear. Fox is the bad guy for this movie. I'm going to be livid. And I was like, there's no way they're just going to give us Jamie Foxx. It's Tom Hawk. Right. Like, I And then, then the Doc Ock announcement came, and I was like, oh, my God. I know what they're doing. And what's awesome is Alfred Molina is to Doc Ock as Heath Ledger is to Joker. Oh yeah, yeah. He didn't. Uh, I don't you know, know if wait, I can wait, jump wait, on maybe. that one. I don't know if I. Can he didn't redefine the role. Okay, but when I think of Doc Ock, I immediately think of Alfred Molina because yeah, he did I, a fantastic job. He did a fantastic the job. Character. He <laughs> is the character to me. But and even what sucked was. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you're good. My bad. Even with even at that, like with that being said, too. The other thing that I, I I'll back that. Story. Is like Heath Ledger. He he got more. Obviously, his role was was, was kind of like it, it's like the staple, you know. But I so and I think with Doc Ock that applies even more so because I don't even think of like the animated like Hello Spider, you know, Nightmare I think of I think of him specifically, and on top on top of that, like Spider Man Two to this day. People still say he's one of the best superhero. Think of all the superhero movies. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. People still say that's one of the best superhero movies. So Fantastic. I was always that he did and, just. And it certainly wasn't because Tobey Maguire was Spider Man. So <laughs> that one scene where he's like holding the train and the guy's like, "He's no older than my son," and the guy, the kids on the train are like, "We won't tell anyone." I'm like, this whole. This whole cart knows who you are. First of all, when that guy said he's no older than my son, did he mean, wow, he's no older than 35? 35. I was going to say the same thing. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, listen. He's a grown man. He's a teenager like the people in Greece were teenagers. Yeah. You know, Andrew Garfield, when he played Peter Parker uh, in the first Amazing Spider-Man, he was older than Tobey Maguire was when Tobey Maguire played in the first Spider-Man. But yep. Andrew Garfield just looks so much younger. So I could buy Andrew Garfield, even though he was older as a high schooler. And right. Tobey Maguire just looked like a middle-aged man chasing a school bus. 
Yeah. Well, see, th- this is my argument that this is what I- I've said this a number of times on the show. Andrew Garfield, great Spider-Man. Exactly. Yes. Shit. Shit Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Yeah. And Tobey Maguire is the opposite. Great yeah. Peter, Parker. Peter Parker. Shit Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And Tom Holland is both. Both. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. He's everything. I've um, this conversation so many times. You get it. You get it. We, that's what we. That's what we're here for. Yeah. That's what we, we get it. Yeah. I don't. I, at first, I was kind of worried about the Spider Verse situation, like the possibility of a multiverse Spider Verse movie. I was initially like, every time they started throwing a name out there, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, like, right. I don't know. Uh, but now I'm 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 super excited. It, yeah, it's like less because they haven't shown now. anything. I'm counting the seconds until oh, the No Way Home Absolutely. comes out. It's Absolutely. a big month. It's a big wait. month. We've got wait. a new record for, for lack of a term. Yeah, we've got the new Spider-Man. It's yeah, be fucking. Those are two awesome. big happenings coming out this month. Yeah. Did oh, you guys yeah, do that on purpose? No. <laughs> that was literally just like can't get. To... Rypi begs to differ. <laughs> if you did, I had no idea. I'm okay with it. I love Spider-Man. I'm okay with that. Our hope hey, is that you will play the album on your drive. On the way to, to see it. Yep. And then yes. on the way home. Yes. Yeah. I hope I don't have to have the same conversation I had after Spider-Man 3. Where it was like talking to somebody going... Too many people. This was... Like trying to justify why it was sort of okay, and then realizing later on, like, no, it was trash. That is because I don't want to have that conversation over your awesome new record. Um, to this day, I stand by, I get why people hate that movie. That is one of my favorite films of all time. (laughs) And Arthur's out of here. Uh, so. He was like, gotta go. Not okay. <laughs> no, I, I, like- I think people are, are, are going to be like, uh, the, the like when all these casting announcements came out, everyone was like, oh, that's too many characters in this movie. Didn't they learn from Amazing Spider-Man 2 and from Spider-Man 3? You can't put too many people in a Spider-Man movie. But then you think of all the things they had to juggle in Avengers Endgame, and they right, killed right. it. So yeah, Marvel, they, I- they, know how to, they know how to structure a narrative. You know, right. they do. that's the only thing that saves it. Sony does not. No, no. not at all. No. <laughs> so hopefully they're taking a lot of cues from Marvel. So far, I, I'm, well, I th- I'm excited. I'm excited. From, from I think what it's I understand, be awesome. I think it's going to be great. Um, I can't fucking wait. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Marvel has creative control of the character. And Sony... Has so to like put the, the money behind or the it, distribution or whatever. I, I yeah, they have to. They have to like fund the movie and do everything else. And and you know, there's like some some sort of weird deal where okay, right. well, you can use X amount of characters from our universe each. You know, right? Okay. So, um, yeah, yeah. So they get to use Doctor Strange. Anyway, back to Shang Chi because mm-hmm. that's where we started. I would just like to say that Shang Chi was fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, good. I, Dude, I love that the hand-to-hand fights. Oh my god, the the fighting scenes were so amazing in that movie. Just yeah. that outside the building scene was incredible. Uh, like, I was blown away by 
a lot of the action sequences in that yeah. movie. Just insane. Marvel does like a really good job of taking characters I know nothing about and mm -hmm. make like them and care about them. Like, and that was exactly the first case where that happened was like Doctor Strange, like I knew magic. That's all I knew. I was like, all right, Doctor yeah. Strange. But they gave a, they got, they gave depth. They gave them like an arc, like, and it's kind of like a, like a, almost like I want to say a redemption arc, but you know, it isn't, it isn't. Um, and right. then it's same, it's the same here. It's like they gave me a reason. I'll be like, like a character I look forward to returning. They're not like, hey, here's a. Here's this one guy. They're just like, here's why you like him. Here's what he can do. He's just as badass, and he's got a different set of powers. You know, like, and I, I've got a lot of respect for that. I think that that's one of my favorite things about those movies. You know. Yeah, I think it's. I can't even imagine how difficult that would be to try and set up new people to be a new Avengers when you've done yeah. everything that they've done so far. And you're like, okay, we got to move on from Captain America and Iron Man and as we or Steve Rogers, you know, we have to put them, we have to create a new Avengers and make people care about them in the same way. And that's um, the, I think like, fantastic. That's, that's other, that was like a big worry <laughs> of mine. I was like with Endgame, like I knew Endgame would be the write-off for mm -hmm. a majority of the past that obviously we've known for so long. So I was like, am I even going to care? after right. Endgame comes. And it's like, the two movies they dropped, like one was Black Widow. I was like, all right, this is probably gonna segue into something else. Like, watch that, I was like, okay. Like, eh, like I don't love it, I don't hate it. It's like, it's a good thing, whatever. And yeah. then they dropped that and I'm like, they knew what they were doing. They gave me, they gave me the eh, one first and they're like, here's the bombshell, you're gonna love this. You don't think you will, here's the bombshell. And I think, I, I I'm a Marvel fanboy. I think everything they do is like perfect. I'm like, great, good job, you know. Yeah. Well, and Eternals is a ballsy move. You know it's what I mean? To, to 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 bring that in and and be like, hey guys, remember the Avengers? Well, we're gonna move on from them. And here's the Eternals, a comic that most of you have never read. You know, like I'm uh, one of the, uh, I'm I'm one of those people too. But I can't wait for it. I think it's gonna be awesome. I think it's gonna be. I'm just kind of like so invested in like their storytelling method. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in for the ride. And it's like I've been I've been doing this for so uh, I've been following them for so these movies for so long now that it's like it, it, exactly what you said. I'm so invested that I just don't see my why would I drop off this far in the game just to be like, right? I don't care, right? Until so, they really shit the bed, you know. Yeah, the the well, only thing I'm gonna tell you the worst. My least favorite thing about Marvel is Anthony Mackie. I can't stand Anthony Mackie, but. <laughs> You know what? They're not bad movies. Like they, 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 they definitely are. They, they definitely have like. It's like. I don't even want. I, like as cheesy as it sounds, it's like, it's literally like magic. It's it's movie magic. It's like they yeah. built this whole universe, this whole world, and it's like there are things I know about like, about like fucking the Marvel Cinematic Universe that I could not tell you about in real life. I'm like, oh, Wakanda's a third world country, but they're also technical technologically advanced. I don't know <laughs> right. what. The world country is in real world like i'm like uh the bronx is that one and they're like no <laughs> like how did you did you watch uh falcon and winter soldier i did um I, I watched all the series falcon winter soldier is probably my least favorite um i don't but again i think that's a big, a big part of that is the anthony mackie thing yeah. um so it didn't go any way to make you like his character any better I, yeah, no, like I, I saw that coming. 
I was kind of hoping that Bucky would hold the shield before he did, but it is. Mm-hmm. Um, WandaVision, I, WandaVision was well written, but I also now hate Wanda Maximoff because of that show. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just Hashtag like heel. Yeah. What, what, Ryan? Nice. 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 Uh, I was telling uh, I was telling Ryan that I was like my problem with WandaVision is essentially a an angry woman playing house. She's just forcing people to play house. Her. She's like, I don't have a family, so I'm gonna make one, and you have to partake. Like, it just it just like her character for me. Like, I don't care. Literally kill her. We I don't care what we do. Um, Loki is probably Loki and What If are like my top two. Like, I love it. Amazing. I Loki was so amazing. I love the old What If comics. So mm-hmm. the fact that they created a what if was so awesome to me. I didn't see them tying it together the way they did. And I so uh, that and was crazy too. Oh, and the reason that we all were like, yeah, just a second goes because Ryan came in with a full on Captain America shield. Yes. Uh, which is amazing, dude. So so is that uh, uh, Anthony Mackie's shield? <laughs> Do you also uh, hate no, Anthony Mackie? No, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. Okay, good, good. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I'll do that. I, I, you know what? I, in the comic, I, I preferred the comics when uh, I, I liked the idea of Bucky taking mm-hmm. the shield. I did read the Falcon as Captain America comics, and I didn't really like them. I didn't really like the storyline that they did. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, all right, it's cool. Uh, I liked the Falcon and the Winter Soldier story way better than I actually liked the comic version of him becoming Captain America, to be honest. I thought that was a cooler um, kind of way to go. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, out of the out of the Marvel series, I would say that's probably my least favorite also. Um, yeah. It was just Hawkeye very, looks pretty great. Hawkeye looks amazing. Hawkeye I'm super looks psyched. Like a lot of fun. I, yeah, I, I think Hawkeye I'm very excited for. And then... Um, but there's a there's another there's a, I feel like there's one show that's coming out that I'm forgetting about. Um, Moon Knight. There's uh, She. Yes. Hulk. Yes. There's what? What's the other one? Not Moon Knight. She Hulk. She Hulk. I'm very excited. There's Iron Heart. There's Armor Wars. Yep. Armor yeah. Wars. Secret Invasion. Secret, Secret Invasion. Invasion. I'm psyched for too. Se- Secret Invasion is going to be funny. I, yeah. I feel like that's going to be more of a, a comedy thing. Just the I way that they treat thought the here. Uh, I thought What If was the best Disney Plus show so far. Dude, we were just saying, like, Agreed. awesome. We totally loved it. See, I like What If because it wasn't beholden to the, the, the MCU canon. They mm-hmm. could do whatever they wanted. That's why that episode with Doctor Strange, the evil Doctor Strange, uh, when it ended with him actually suffering the consequences of his actions, the world does his world doesn't exist anymore. Right. And I was like, it would have been such a cop out if, if the good Doctor Strange won. And I'd be like, okay, it was a good episode. And then they went the Marvel route. The good guy won. But the fact that he, he there were consequences, yeah. I thought was incredible because they, 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 they're not obligated to, 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 to structure their narrative in a way that seg, you know, segues into the next project. So that's why I thought What If was, was that was my favorite. It, it, it so, could get wild yeah. and it could get weird. Yeah, which was super cool. Um, so, Ryan, do you think that like the the Marvel universe? Do you think that's a handicap on them? The fact that the My consequence thing—that's one of the big arguments all the time with like the oh well, you know, in the 
DC universe, ideally there's consequences for actions and things like that. And in the Marvel universe, it's not, and everything's just, you know, funny jokes and bright colors, which I disagree with on a, on a lot because there were some consequences, but how do you, where do you land on that kind of argument? Do you, I just, I, I always feel like the stakes in Marvel movies are never really that high. Mm-hmm. Um, like take an Endgame when Thanos comes through the, the, the quantum tunnel, right? And he blows up the compound and miraculously nobody died when he destroyed right. an entire building. Uh, um, I, wish I think they plot armor is pretty thick in, in Marvel. Um I still enjoy the movies, uh, but I think Arthur's after after Endgame. Like, how can you possibly top that? Go bigger than that? So I think, like I said, I'm I'm like more excited for Spider Man than I was for Endgame. But I think after right. after Spider Man, I don't know if there's any project that really is like, oh my god, I'm bur- bursting at the seams to watch this. Um, but but you know what? Like some, with some what of if these DC projects though, they've got my they've got my attention. you lost me. Oh, dude, I just I just was watching DC Fandom over the weekend, and uh, I saw the Flash new trailer, trailer for. Oh, I was just gonna say the new Flash trailer was crazy. Yeah, like and the the Batman trailer, man, I'm in. I'm I'm in. I'm not super psyched on it yet, but yeah. I'm in. I think I'm, I'm gonna a, love I'm it. I'm in a minority here because I my favorite version of, of Batman is by far Ben Affleck. I thought he killed it. I thought he Batman. did a great job. I thought he killed it. He killed his like Bruce straight Wayne out from comic Batman. Yeah, uh, he looked like Bat. Like uh, everyone says, Christian Bale is their favorite Batman, and I'm like, you, you're, you have to be on drugs because uh, <laughs> he didn't really capture the essence of what I like. What do you mean about the character? I thought his movies were better. Yes, but I thought Ben Affleck. He just he had the look. He had the bulk. He had the the gray suit. Was looked looked awesome. So yeah. I would have been more excited for the Batman. It, it still looks pretty good, but it had me like, I really wish we got to see where Ben Affleck was going to go with that. Yeah, I was I excited liked him for as, that too. I liked him as the grizzled old Batman. Like the the Dark uh, uh, Dark Knight Rises, I didn't like Bale as yeah. the grizzled Batman because we didn't get the grizzled Batman. Mm-hmm. I feel with Affleck, like, so despite the piece of movie. crap movie that it was, uh, he, he definitely plays the grizzled Batman better. Yeah I, yeah, I think the Christian Bale movies were the best thing about those movies was the writing and the villains. Yeah, um, my, I think problem, that's my problem with like Batman movies is like, why the fuck do I never get a Robin? I want a Robin. Like, well, you got a Robin once, and did you really? <laughs> fair. Yeah, fair. Fuck Robin. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just feel like all the movies go are watch like, Titans, then motherfucker. Yeah, watch Titans because yeah, you get a Robin. I gotta get I on that. I don't want to watch get Titans. On. I'll take a listen. DC. If DC did not have, if DC didn't have the Justice League, the Teen Titans, and like the Flash and Batman, I would not care about DC. But I feel like their animated films are like Chef's Kiss. Oh, they're man. live action. Ooh. Killing it. They're Killing live it action. Animated. Live action is awful. Their shows hate them, except for the Flash. The Flash is bad, but I like it. I don't know why. Um, the show. Well, because never- it was. Suppo- it's like intentionally campy. Yeah, that show. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I, I, I can um, totally see that. Like, see, I like I like Green Arrow. But I it was get in the Arrow. The reason why is because it was just basically, hey, we have all these villains, and we can't use Batman. Right. Fuck it. Let's just throw 
So Green Arrow is Batman. Yeah. Stephen Mel in there. But he was he was Batman. He was basically Batman. That's but why I didn't like Stephen Mel was great. That's exactly why I didn't like Gotham because it, I feel like they dove into all these characters pre Batman, and I'm like, Batman's the reason that there are these, and he's the he's the sole solution. So it's like, where do you where's the end? Right. I I happen to like some of Gotham. I actually liked it. I watched the whole thing. I liked I liked a lot of the episodes. I, I think- liked the concept behind some of them. I liked the actors that portrayed some of those characters, like uh, you know. Uh, the guy that played Penguin and Riddler, mm-hmm. those guys were great. Those guys were really good. But then you know you had some guy, you know the Bane and the, you know, some of them sucked. But yeah. the, the the Penguin and the Riddler, they they nailed it for me. Yeah, and Catwoman went. Selena Kyle went from like twelve years old and awkward to like twenty two and super hot in like a season. Yeah. Well, puberty does crazy <laughs> things, huh? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. You could edit that out. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> she was 23. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's another Grease story. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. After these messages, we'll be right back. On your fitness journey, extraordinary results require extraordinary action. Your training and quality of nutrition is definitely key, but adding a well-developed nutritional supplement protocol will push your results to the next level. And that's where Legacy Sports Nutrition comes in. Legacy Sports Nutrition believes that everything you want to achieve in life can be aided by optimizing human performance. All of their formulas have been professionally developed for both men and women and are made to the highest quality standards. Legacy Sports Nutrition is a brand founded and operated by athletes who have been performing at world-class levels for decades. When I say athletes who perform at world-class levels, I truly mean it. This is NWA World's Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis' company, so you know these items are absolutely championship quality. Go to LegacySupps.com and use the promo code BACONPOD and you'll receive 10% off your order. Once again, that's LegacySupps.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD for 10% off your order. Set your goals, push your limits, and leave your legacy. This is Johnny B. Bad, the bad man of World Championship Wrestling, and you're consuming bacon is my podcast. And if you don't like it, it's going to be a blessing to teach you a lesson. The, um, the end... The, the like the last episode. What sucked about it was the the last season they shortened it. It was supposed to be a certain amount of shows, and then they ended up shortening it, and they rushed the last episode. The last episode could have very easily been like two or three, right? But they were just uh, like, well, here's here's this. Then ten years later, this happened, and then five years later, this happened. The end. And that, that's kind of how it ended. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know, that bothered me. Well, and I yeah. thought the dude, uh, Jerome, that they were setting up to be the Joker, could have been a great Joker, but they blew it at the end. Yes. Yeah. With the whole three strands of hair. Yeah. Ooh. But I do want to ask both of you guys, and it's a question that I like to ask everybody that's on the show, because uh, I want to see what uh, what you haven't had a chance to talk about yet. Uh, so for each of you, what's a topic 
or a thing that you wish somebody would ask you about because you know so much shit about it and nobody ever asks? What's each of your things? Mm. I can't say there's anything that I know enough about to be super bursting to talk about. Or even that you like um, to talk about like a lot, you know? Um, I love I talking about this stuff, all of the comic book movie stuff. I, I can yeah. talk about that for hours. So, nice. All right. So. Well, good. I'm glad we asked that. Then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bams. That's it. I feel like I just know a bunch of like members. I, I and, love like, talking about that stuff. Um, I know a bunch of like discot, like obviously like people's discographies and shit because I follow the artists and all that. But right. I like bands. I get like I'll be like, oh, word. The frontman from Story So Far has a hardcore band too. Weird. What are the odds? And then my friends are like, who? That's that's unfortunate. I, I have that all the time too. Like, especially yeah, at he's work. that guy. He's definitely that guy. Yeah, I have I have that issue all the time where I'm like, dude, I'm going to see this person. They were in this <laughs> band, and they were like, who are both of them? I don't know who that is. <laughs> all right. I well, do I do like these these very weird questions. I feel like like the the, the, the seven questions you guys asked us in the beginning. I, I love that. I love getting weird. I love getting strange. Yeah, I hate the, the typical ones that, like, you can kind of, like, if when you say, like, oh, you're doing an interview where, they're, where you can. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. I got this. I got this. Where did you come up with the band name? We used to go by Float. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. You've answered like, it too many no, no, times no. already. We don't like asking those questions. <laughs> it was, that's it, what was, we were... it was a piggyback on what I said. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were saying uh, that's oh, the typical that? question that everybody asks. Yeah, yeah. So, like, those, because I prefer, like, I feel like with interviews, you want to get to know the person and obviously what they're about. So I'm getting of... to know Ryan's dental work right now, which is great. <laughs> you have nice teeth and you have glorious hair, my friend. You, yes. you absolutely have glorious hair. Uh, what products oh, do you use? You. What product? What's, what's your What's your shampoo? Shampoo. <laughs> Whatever my girlfriend's using at the time, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, That's why right it's so now, shiny. I'm using some L'Oreal. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yes. Very I wish nice. people asked me about my hair, man. I wish. <laughs> we We all wish you had we had hair like you. Same. I, I I wanted to grow it, and then my wife was like, "Well, you should trim it." And then I tried to trim it myself, and then I had to shave my head. So, no long hair yet. I'm, gonna have to, I'm working on it, though. And then yeah. we can have a hair off eventually. I go back and forth. Sometimes it's a blue mohawk, and sometimes it grows long, and sometimes it's something else. Sometimes it's a pompadour. I like to get weird, too, Ryan. <laughs> Whatever, what are you feeling that day? So, how did you get a job doing? What, what led you to being a, uh, a magician slash Spider-Man slash uh, performer for, I mean, is it just like the inherent performance love of that? No, no, <laughs> definitely. Uh, uh, I, I had just gotten fired from a job and I desperately needed one. And I knew a friend that had been doing this, and he said, you only work two days a week, and you make a lot of money on the weekends. And I was like, you know, I'll give it a shot. So I've, I've, I've actually been working with this company for like three years now. Um, and and uh, there's certain days where, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but sometimes kids can be 
big old douchebags. Um, please edit that Very out. Um, but, uh, but like one of my first parties, I dressed up as Spider-Man and this kid starts beating me up and it was in this like rich parent's house and he starts hitting me like as hard as he can. And the parents, instead of saying, maybe don't hit Spider-Man, they start filming it and they're like, ah, Spider-Man's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> um, Dude. But my, my friend got me this job and, uh, you know, it's, it, it's been, it's been good to me for the last three years. There, there are elements of it I enjoy and there are other elements that are, as with any job, that are incredibly stressful. And, um, but, but, but it's a good job to have. You, you sometimes you, you really, uh, you can, you can tell that you've had a profound impact on a, on a kid. So it's, it's nice. I hope one day you're able to punch a child. Um, not really, but uh, I hope you get that <laughs> feeling. <laughs> yeah, just 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 beat up Spider Man. Oh yeah, well, straight Spider shot, Man. right to the right to the old gutsky. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, my spidey senses went off. Sorry, didn't exactly. mean that. Oh, I slipped. Whoops. <laughs> so, all right, guys, what we need to do now is tell our listeners, our consumers, our watchers, our everything where can they find for lack of a term um spotify apple music Bandcamp, youtube facebook twitter instagram tiktok you name it we got it we're on it what's up nice I don't know how you've done this before <laughs> um yeah maybe once or twice yeah yeah <laughs> it's very rhythmic too i like it i can tell you're a bass player Guitar player. Slash rhythm guitar. section. Rhythm section. Yeah. All about that. Very cool, guys. Uh, check out the new record. It's out this month. Welcome to your new normal. Uh, it's got the single, I'm sorry. Did my back hurt your knife? Which is, again, I, and, and a, like a comma, a comma in a song title. Mm -hmm. Are you fucking serious? Chef's kiss. Yes. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, I love it. And that's why I made the proper pause. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Ryan, Arthur, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, just so you know, the floor is always open to you guys. Thank you. Yeah, anytime, you want to come on. anytime you're promoting anything, jump on. You just want to come hang out and have a drink with us, jump on. You want to talk more about modern movies, jump on. I would yes. love to come have a drink. Yes, absolutely. Please do. Anytime, and uh, thank you guys so much for spending your time with us and everybody listening. Please, go please, check please, them please. Out. go check them out. Welcome to your new normal. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for having us. And uh, don't forget to ask yourself every single day, what's your bacon? What's your bacon? Hmm? Welcome back, everyone. Yes. <laughs> thank you. For that was fun. Hanging out. And, uh, we got to talk comics. We got I to love, talk music. Man. Anytime I can talk to anybody about like music and comics and movies and like yeah, it's it's so, like hanging out with each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's so easy. It's so fun. It's, it's so great. Cool. Uh, those guys are super cool. Um, definitely check them out. Um, they yeah. were great live. They yeah, they absolutely. brought they brought a lot of energy, um, and they're it's it's a little different. You know, it's mm -hmm. not it's not that like straight up pop punk it's not that like it, it it's got a lot of layers to it yeah there's a lot of elements uh of different styles and different things that they bring to the table and and 
put in their music, which is super fun to me. I love yeah. seeing that. And the biggest thing is that when you see them, they're like having a blast. Yes. Yeah. They're always having a good time. They're playing with a bunch of friends and, uh, and it shows, it shows Yeah. It, when, you, when somebody's having fun, you know, and we've heard it a number of times uh, on the podcast and, and we've said it is, uh, you know, when you're having fun, it's, it's not really a job. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's great. Uh, so, Jimsy, where can people find you and your stuff? Well, me, Jimmy G Shoes, you can find at Instagram and Twitter. I'm also on Facebook. My stuff, uh, Craving Strange is my band, and we are at cravingstrange.net. And from there, there is links. There are links to everything, everything that we do. And you can find us on Spotify and Apple Music as well, just like you can find Bacon is my podcast. Hit us up with those five star reviews because it helps us get seen more. And it takes you like one second. Like one, one second. Just, second. just going. If you want to write something, write something that's awesome. We love to hear feedback and everything. Stay in the conversation with hashtag What's Your Bacon and hashtag Bacon is my podcast or hashtag Bacon is my pod. Yeah. Any of those things and we'll find. We'll check it we'll out. We'll find it. And uh, yeah, check check everything out on all the socials at at. Bacon is my pot. Exactly. Now, where can they find you? Me. Me personally. I am at me, my own self, Mike, on all of the socials. And then, of course, my band, Something Heavy, has a new single out, Surface. Uh, you could check that out on Spotify and all that good stuff. Um, but catch us on all the socials at Something Heavy Music. And that is that. That's awesome. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, great rest of your week, whenever you're listening to this. And just remember to always ask yourself every single time. One question. What is your bacon? What's, What's your bacon? What's your bacon? We know you love your weekly dose of Bacon Is My Podcast. But if you need even more bacon, make sure you head over to baconismypodcast.com where you can engage even more with us. It's a pathway to our music, our extra content, social media pages, and most importantly, some pretty awesome swag for you to show off your bacon. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us what your bacon is.